Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 134 with your host, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're back, continuing our Season 3 commentary series with Episode 304, Every Man for Himself. Yes! In parentheses, or herself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Not live together, die alone. But every man for himself. Yeah, so these are what are these dueling uh dueling life philosophies here? I think so. I think mm. so. I think this is gonna be uh Sawyer's thing here in this episode. Yeah. And you know, I mean Sawyer has an arc, um, unlike certain characters. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, shall remain lockless? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's good art. He at this point, I mean, he's uh, he started it, but he's still. Um, uh, it's actually kind of the end of the first phase of Sawyer, mm-hmm. of him like you know, it's just all about me, and I'm gonna get my stash, and I'm gonna you know profit from this as much as I can. Stash, stash, stash. Reading, stash, reading. stash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so yeah, it's uh. Uh, it's, it's, uh, probably, I would say, one of the last times where, like, Sawyer tries to be an asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Um, but it's, uh, but it is motivated by something, and, and, and I think he's already on his redemption path at this point. Yeah. I think there's something here with this episode, when he, when he does, you know, obviously getting captured by the others is a big deal. Uh, and but I think getting to see that he can't just maybe you know he can't just sit back and be an asshole until yeah. the end of time like right. there's actually peril and danger from these other people and uh, he's got to yeah. do something and yeah and not <laughs> not be every man for himself <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly and I think uh, he he's I feel like he he's on board with that i mean even before they get out of these cages yeah you know yeah who knew being trapped in a cage would uh be good for his character yeah 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 never would have expected it you know and uh yeah later on in season six so they come back here you know he finds uh kate's old dress and he kind of looks on it like oh man (laughs) you know oh those are the good old days yeah when a man could get a fish biscuit or the push of a button exactly (laughs) yeah it was weird it was really weird to have nostalgia about that yeah (laughs) especially considering the fact that that the you know the damon and carlton always say like this is the worst part of the show Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of interesting that they actually went back to it yeah in the last season like they didn't go back to nikki and paulo for example mm-hmm. you know um they didn't go back to jack's tattoos <laughs> yeah you know but they did they did go back to the cages and uh reference those times yeah the good we, times they were yeah there's actually a whole portion of the final season even season five that takes place on the hydra island yeah, yeah, they come back for some more adventures there. Yeah, it plays it plays a fairly significant role, which I think is a bit surprising. 
especially considering the fact that usually when they bring some big location up like this, once they're done with the like initial reason why they brought it up, usually they blow it up or something and they mm-hmm. don't go back. Yeah. You know? But uh Well, they definitely needed it for the three sixteen stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that helps. Like, it sort of separates them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can just have their own little world. Yeah. Um, because, uh, yeah, three, the, I mean, the 316 story ends up being, like, pretty self-contained. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, they don't, they don't really do much, you know. It's, it's kind of like... It's kind of like a small version of what happens with the with the the main you know a fifteen yeah. people. Yeah, it's kind of the they got kind of the wor- probably the worst lost island experience because <laughs> a they didn't even get to the main island and yeah. b they get killed like right as soon as they get there. You know they yeah. didn't have time to you know build a blue tarp uh, society. Right. You know <laughs> like. That nope, guys, you guys are just done for. Sorry, you came at the end of the story when we're wrapping things up. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bad time to show up. I mean, you know, yeah, tough luck. That's just the way it happens. Yeah, I'd, I'd blame their travel agent on that one. I agree, I agree. But yeah, I mean, they just have the misfortune of like the, you know, there's people on their plane that are like trying to go to the island. Yeah. And you know they got Ben on the plane, and they got Ilana, and they like, they, they have all these like weird characters. Frank's flying. Yeah, Frank's <laughs> flying. That's always <laughs> a questionable <laughs> sign. Yeah, I feel like you should always ask your airline pilot. Have you crash landed before uh, on any special island, perhaps? Uh, if so, I'll take the next one. <laughs> yeah, supposedly he's a good pilot, but. <laughs> I don't know, man. What does good mean anymore? Every plane he was ever on seemed to, uh, and helicopter. Yep, yep. <laughs> seemed to crash eventually. <laughs> Good old, we're going down, Frank. Yep. Good old, <laughs> say your prayers, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that should have been a sign. But yeah, it's just like, you know, they show up and then, yeah, there's first of all, there's all these weird characters on the plane already. Then it's like, there's a Dharma station right there. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, what the fuck is this place? What's going on? Yeah. And, you know, and then like the smoke monster's there and Widmore shows up and it's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are we, what are we in the middle of? Yeah. They thought their airline food was the worst part of that flight. <laughs> oh airline food jokes never get old they don't do they such a classic (laughs) such a classic but you know what though like airline food really is bad (laughs) (laughs) all jokes aside no guys it's true no seriously uh having taken a few international flights the last few years like it's it really is just lame it's like i don't understand i do but i don't understand why it's so bad yeah <laughs> you know it's like oh, maybe God. maybe good food turns into bad food at thirty thousand feet maybe yeah the thing i think that's part of it you know if you ate maybe if people ate before they took off the food would be better mm-hmm you know, but once you're in the air and you're at uh, uh, cruising altitude or whatever, like, yeah, the food's just worse. Yeah. Because of the, the lack of air pressure. Right. 
Science. That must be it. I knew it had something to do with science. Science is always the culprit. <laughs> Says religion. Ooh. Oh. Oh, sick burn. Yep. Those Take- two have never had a beef before, and I just started it. Take that. Take that, science. Um... So we just came off of uh, further instructions, uh, which we kind of agreed was uh, bad, horrible. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to see. You know, Sawyer episodes are usually pretty good. Yeah. Um. His, you know, even even his flashback stuff is usually pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I believe this is the Clementine issue here. Uh, that's gonna You're right. come up. You're right. So uh, kind of remember that storyline. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really mainly back to the others and all these, uh, cage antics, uh, Kate and her daring escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that being really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of hilarious. It was like, oh wait, I can just like hop out of this cage. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, spoiler alert, we get the big reveal about where they actually are. Right. Um, because I don't think we, we, we knew that at this point. No, uh, no. We saw them... Yeah, because we saw the, the the losted group here get kidnapped at mm-hmm. Paula Ferry, which is on the island. Yeah. Uh, and then the next time we see them, they're in the cages and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we, why would there be two islands? Who would write a story where there's two islands? <laughs> a well, man or a pair of madmen. <laughs> yeah, and you know we've been seeing things uh, from the point of view of the characters that were captured and so we have no idea that uh you know it's we don't actually even know that there's a question like what island are they on we don't even know the question that why would we it's like it's kind of a what like really okay if somebody was like you know what i bet they're on a different island yeah (laughs) like you go die now because that's stupid yeah that makes no sense that's just ridiculous like why Why would they do that? But yeah, yeah. that's what they did. What they um, did. Uh, but I will say that if you look at uh, Danielle's map, the, the two island theory uh, actually had existed before this. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's there. Like, you can see it. And so they, they did kind of uh, set it up um, in a very oblique way that there might be a second smaller island. Yeah. And, but you know, uh, the thing is, we, we I think we... We assume that, you know, between the losses exploring the island the last two seasons and with, you know, the uh, the, the sailboat going mm-hmm. around with uh, with the mission uh, with uh, Michael and uh, well, with Sun and Jen and uh, uh, Saeed on the boat. You know, we think, oh, well, they, we, they would have spotted the island by now. Yeah. Uh, if there was a second island, but uh, it's just not true, I guess. Clearly not. Yeah, I don't know. They missed that part somehow, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. They didn't get close enough. It was it was really foggy that day. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're supposed to think. Well, maybe but... the maybe the maybe the the mini island moves around, like revolves around the main island, <laughs> just like ah. a like a moon revolves around the Earth. You know? Yeah. That's a good theory. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the, and then the island, the main island itself, moves around the Earth. So, uh, of course, you know, maybe, maybe it's like that. <laughs> that is an excellent theory. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why not? 
you know, another thing I've noticed, we've we've mentioned it many times about the rewatch, is that um, Sawyer is one character that I like uh, so much more on the rewatch than I did in the original run. Yeah. You know, I feel like I didn't like Sawyer in the original run until like maybe the end of this season. Like it was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until he shook off the, the, the classic Sawyer selfishness. Yeah. He had to kind of shake that off and, and be in it. You know, and I think I think part of what put Sawyer in that position, besides his natural disposition, sorry to rhyme, is uh is Jack. You know, is being mm-hmm. in a situation where there's here's a guy who who wants to be the leader. I, I, I need to be the anti hero. I'm gonna get away from that. I'm only gonna be involved when I have to be or wanna be. Yeah. I think that, you know, him being out of Jack under from under Jack's shadow, I think, kinda helps him uh be a different kind of character. And we of course see that with the the floor storyline. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he gets to that point. But I think even here, like when when it's up to him to kind of deal with Kate and and uh, deal, you know, be responsible for her safety, you know, like be be the main lead, you know. I think we he he kind of he rises to the occasion. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, I mean, they even have a whole plot line later on that I remember where, like, once he gets back to the beach, spoiler alert, um, he there's there's a whole plot about like Hurley trying to make him be the leader oh yeah yeah you're right he's like people are following you now and you gotta act like a leader and you gotta like kiss some babies and like be a nice person (laughs) yeah (laughs) gonna go kiss some babies (laughs) i remember there's something about he's gotta like go like do something with babies that's Mm -hmm. what's in my head I I literally think it was something like that like literally you need to go kiss aaron's forehead or something like i don't know yeah, because it's like that's the the cliche like uh, politician thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like that's and politicians are basically you know leaders. Yeah, and so yeah, it's, it's just like your your people are fo- are listening to you. You need to take responsibility. And he he there's it's just a mini thing, and they don't dwell on it for a long time in the season. But I feel like that definitely is heading towards the the Lafleur subplot. Yeah, you know, because yeah. that's when he really is the leader for years. Yeah, and I really like Sawyer's kind of uh, internal dichotomy. You know, what they really reveal to us by, you know, by the end of the show is that he could have been a cop or he could have been a criminal. Right. Depending on, on you know, uh, certain certain pivotal moments in his life. You know, yeah. that's, a, that's an interesting thing. If not just, <laughs> oh, he would have... He would have been a bad guy no matter what. You know, yeah. it's like, no, he had he he had moments where he could have been uh you know, like we see in the flash sideways. You know, right, he right. Been, he could have been more like Jack, you know. Um and uh I don't think I don't think they say this on the show, but I think there's, you know, at least subtext there where um Jack and Sawyer in a different situation could have been better friends, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like they, they they almost have that. I mean, there's that whole thing where, like, Sawyer tells Jack, like, you're the closest thing I have to a friend. You yeah. Know? And it's like, wow, that's really sad. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not friends at that point. Because they're not friends, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. Damn, yeah. Sawyer. No, he really, he really uh, spilled his guts on that one. He, that was a really vulnerable moment for him. It was. It was. 
Um, and I, I really think, uh, you know, the the Lafleur um, subplot really shows, um, really realizes that idea um, yeah. that he could have gone down a different path. You know, yeah, all he needed was the right circumstances, and and you know, it also talks, you know, says something about how people um, behave. Uh, due to expectations of others right you know so if people expect him to be the bad guy he'll play that part yeah you know but when he's in a situation like with dharma in the 70s where there's no real expectations on him to be anything in particular uh he can choose you know he can choose how he wants to behave yeah 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 exactly and uh i think i think it's actually really nicely uh, highlighted or they really actually nail the point home with the flash sideways and like you yeah. said just literally telling us like um, that he could have been either one and it was just about these circumstances and these you know individual choices he made about how to react to them but he always yeah. had that you know I think that was really nicely done actually that, yeah, that moment I, where they they pretend to have him do one of his cons from the show, mm-hmm. but then they reveal he's a cop. Like I think that was yeah, and it really good. works because it it shows that as a cop, he still he understands how criminals think because he has that side of him too. Right. So he understands how a con's going to work. He understands how to lie and and deceive people in the you know in in a, his line of police work. Yeah. Um. That really worked, and I think that's what's missing from Locke from Locke's kind of arc is that yeah. that idea of you can be A or B depending on the, you know, the circumstances in your life and how you react to those, you know, going back to the main thesis of the show about perspective and meaning. Right. Um, but it, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not nailed home as well with, with Locke uh, over the course of the show as it is with Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think, yeah, <laughs> And I think I was going to say real quick is that I think because Locke doesn't ever get understand that, which right. is I think what the universe is trying to tell him, what the story of the show is trying to tell him in a way. Uh, and But Sawyer understands that. He understands because uh, he knows who he is and why he is what he is. And he accepts that for himself. Right. Uh, like I said, he plays the part people expect of him, even if that's not the part he wants to play versus Locke, who – he doesn't even know what he wants. He, he knows what he wants, but he doesn't know why he can't get it, you know, or even how to get it if he wants it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is really frustrating. Yeah. <clears throat> for a, for a, a character situation. Yeah. So I think it's just, yeah, by that, um, circumstance, like Sawyer's story is just inherently more satisfying. Yeah, for sure. Than Locks is because yeah, and I think even um, even in the early part of the show, you really see um, uh, you you. I feel like you see that side of Sawyer, especially when you know that it's coming. You can see that they've already started developing it earlier, even mm-hmm. though it takes a while for it to be fully you know <clears throat> realized. Yeah, I think that's one of the nice things about watching the early Sawyer stuff, knowing where he goes, like it's it's just more enjoyable now. Yeah, yeah, because you can see he does a complete 180, so you get to see uh, how far he, he he has to go, and you know he'll get there. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Jack, I think Jack has a le- less of an arc. You know, uh, he's more or less, in terms of his behavior, he's more or less the same person. He, his main arc, I would, I would contend, is is more of, um, it's more of an internal thing and in how he decides to interpret things. Um, but he's still uh, behaviorally the same person, more or less, from the beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I mean, I think he, he, yeah. It's about how he chooses to react to things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that is part of who he is. But I, I think you're right that his, I don't know, personality or disposition doesn't really change as much. Yeah, I think Sawyer, you take Sawyer out of the pilot and, versus, you know, next to Sawyer in the finale, and those two guys will look at each other and go, who are you? Yeah. Like, you look like me, but uh, you're not me. And, but you take the same thing with Jack in the pilot and Jack at the end, and yeah. uh, uh, those guys are pretty much the same. You can really see the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, I think Jack's arc definitely works. Um, <clears throat> and it's really, I feel like in a way, <clears throat> you know, Jack is just, um, you know, he's just really stubborn. And I kind of feel like his story is about him accepting something that he kind of knew was true all along, but wouldn't accept. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel like from very early on, like he's fighting against this thing that he like suspects is true, but doesn't refuses to believe <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's almost the opposite of Locke, where jack is told jack something jack is exposed to an idea and he is too stubborn to take it uh where Locke is exposed to an idea he's over eager to take it yeah yeah exactly exactly and i think that's that makes them you know in natural conflict yeah and so it's sort of it, it makes sense like where the story goes um you know, considering considering that their characters are kind of naturally diametrically opposed. Yeah, I think you've got Locke on one side and Jack on the other end of the spectrum. And then you've got Sawyer, who's like this third person in the middle. Because, you know, Jack is a natural hero, a cla- more of a classic hero. You know, he could be in an action movie. You know, Bruce Willis could play him in a movie. You know, yeah. he got, he's a guy who will leap into danger at, at a drop of a hat. Yeah. You know... Versus Locke, who I think wants to be the hero and and isn't really and doesn't know how to be. Um, and then you have Sawyer, who could care less if he's the hero, uh, you know, sort of externally. But internally, you know, you there's that dichotomy there where he's got both sides. Yeah. 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 He can he can be it under the right circumstances, but he doesn't sort of need to. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like he was never really rewarded in his life for being selfless and right. uh, uh, and giving, you know. Uh, yeah. But when he when he does get to that point and he is, you know, people do care about him and he cares about other people, he definitely changes his behavior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's put it this way. If Sawyer had left the island and gone around and co- tried to convince everyone to come back to the island, they would have beat them. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would have turned out, it would have been a lot simpler. Yeah, I think they would have been, oh, Sawyer says so, let's go do it. Yeah, yeah. And then no one ever murders Sawyer, and the man in black's <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with this? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, Ben, there's no way Sawyer would die thinking, I don't understand. Like, it's just, it would never happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Locke, I'm so sad for you. I know. Every time I think about that moment, it's just... It's, it's pretty sad. He was gonna kill himself, and then Ben's like, no, 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 let me murder you. Don't, don't even... you don't, I won't even give you the mm-hmm. dignity of suicide. No, Whatever. no. No, he couldn't even have that much. He no. couldn't even determine his own point to end his life. <laughs> like, yeah, no. that's, that's so tragic. It's, yeah... That's too good for you, Locke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. That scene is incredible and and very fitting, I think, for Mm -hmm. the the way they treat Locke. It's like, of course, at the moment of his death, it's like, just, they they make it even more humiliating for him. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Ben, you're giving me hope. Like, maybe I'm getting the will to live back. Oh, shit. Yep, yep. (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird. It's kind of like you, you know, you catch a fish and, you know, you bring it into the boat and then you're like, oh, fish, I'm going to release you. And you toss it back into the water. But instead of falling into the water, it falls into like, you know, a butcher's table or something. It's just like that small bit of hope you gave the fish. That yeah. it might, you know, have some hope in its life. It's like, no, 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 no. Why did you think that? I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. You want to uh, get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's get some every man for himself. Okay, guys and girls, uh, sync up with us. Get your players ready. Let's see. All right, let me know when you're ready. I am ready. All right, there we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Patience, Jack. I want to be one of your patients. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, because that is what he wants. That's what he wants. Oh, Pickett. I think he's on my list for, like, one of the worst others. Yeah. It's yeah, that I don't know, that's a stretch. I think they're enemies already, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that was just textbook psychology. Yeah. I'm having a vision, brother. <laughs> I see another speech. <laughs> Aaron's gonna give a speech. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is a little surprising. I would expect them to... I guess they want to sort of maintain this, but I would expect them to drop the Desmond thing for a while. 
Yeah, like come back to it as like the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, I mean, they just revealed that, you know, at the end of the last episode. Mm hmm. And uh, the first scene here is about that again. You know, because we already know. Yeah, just in case you forgot. Yeah. I mean, I guess what this is about is um, Charlie realizing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because I guess Hurley already knows. Um, but, yeah, I don't think... Uh, Charlie didn't hear that conversation. I, you know, I kind of hate that line. We gotta get this guy another button to push because he hadn't pressed mm-hmm. pressed the button for a really long time. Yeah, you know, like that's not what I mean. Say that about Locke, you know, or, yeah. or maybe Echo, but like Desmond's a little far removed from from that. Yeah, yeah, it's a stretch, definitely. Well, yeah, I guess time. Yes, sandwiches. Got a toothpick? That's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Jack. (laughs) It's all about the Benjamin. Benjamin? (laughs) A little formal. No, that's actually not true. That's actually not true. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, Jack's getting snarky. Yeah. (laughs) I I love exacerbated Jack when his eyes are a little bit wider and he's like antsy. He's great. Yeah. Crazy eyes Jack is the best. Yeah. The sub. Sub. Oh, that's the reveal. I guess that tells us that they did take the sub to to get the boat. Oh, okay, okay. Because this is Colleen right here. Yeah. Because we we were talking about that in the glass ballerina, like how they how they got to the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, Chinatown reference. Chinatown. <laughs> Jack, uh, Jake Giddies with the broken nose. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's an awesome specific thing. Specific reference. Movie. Like, did Pickett even get that? Like, I, yeah, I feel like he's never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't live in Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah, that makes no sense. As little as possible. <laughs> How much has Ben care? I was I'm surprised at how he kind of ran out there. Yeah. I mean, is he really attached to Colleen? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> nice. I'm just wondering if if uh if they knew who shot her. Yeah.
Yeah, he really is just like, well, it's them and us, and they probably wouldn't have shot each other, so... Yeah, yeah. It must have been. And he's right. We know he's right. Mm-hmm. That's all assassin's son. <laughs> yeah, I bet he doesn't expect that it's son. Yeah. I feel like no one does. She never really has to answer for that. No. But I guess Sawyer kind of gets punished for celebrating. Mm-hmm. He's good at that. He is. Like, the the controlled way he throws the rock. Yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah. <laughs> the music. <laughs> Yeah, I think the music is superfluous to the whole idea of what they wanted to play. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's like circus music. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. It's like, it's like they're training circus bears. Though I don't know why they would play circus music for circus bears, except to maybe get them used to it. <laughs> oh, Sawyer's so swimming hole. Swimming hole. It's so sad. Hmm. I almost understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know how the electricity is going to get to the water, though. Uh, he's gonna... He's gonna touch the thing, and then it'll go through him, I guess? He's going to put his foot in the water. Oh, I but think. they're wearing like rubber sole shoes. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe he'll take his shoes off. But the <laughs> other person is going to be wearing rubber sole shoes too. No, but he'll touch the other person. It won't go through the the shoes. How's he going to touch the button and the person? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. We'll, I guess we'll see. How maybe the others that. don't wear shoes. Because <laughs> they do. <laughs> Sometimes they don't, but yeah, they do. He looks like a nice guy. <laughs> I can read lips, Sawyer. Seinfeld reference? Mm -hmm. Wow. I bet he sits up at night thinking of references he'll use the next day. Oh, I'm sure. Step three? <laughs> no? There's only two steps? Two steps. That's the Texas two-step. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Yeah, that's where I originally came from. Okay. Turn into a dance later. 
You know, people eating always seems threatening. Yep. Seems when like they're eating this. casually like this, yeah. Yeah. You don't actually usually see people eating a lot in scenes because the actors can't talk. Right. And it's bad for continuity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they usually just leave their stuff uneaten. Yeah, if you ever see, it's so funny when you see like restaurant scenes and it's like they get their food and they just keep talking and they don't yep. actually start eating. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like sometimes they'll order something, it'll come and they won't even touch it. Nope. And then they leave. Then they leave. <laughs> They just want to order it. Wow. They didn't pay. (laughs) They didn't even. Yeah. It's crazy. He's like, I wish I had that apple now. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm hungry. Is he wearing shoes? Yeah, he's wearing shoes. Okay. Yeah, Ben's wearing shoes, of course. All right. Well, we'll see how this works. Yeah. He's supposed to step in the puddle. I guess they, they messed this up a little. Maybe if they're deep enough, it'll go, like, over the shoes. Yeah. But who wants to get their shoes wet? Well, not Ben, clearly. (laughs) Ooh, don't lie. I see those skulls. (laughs) He should know all this. I think he does. I think that's why he knows he's lying. Oh. He was going to do that. Yeah. So So he's barefoot. (laughs) You know what? Another plan that could have worked is that stick Sawyer had. He could have just jammed it in the guy's neck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. So here's Ben's like whipping stick. Yeah, he's got the whipping stick. I remember thinking this seems weird. I mean, in general, like the idea that Ben has a weapon like, yeah. it's a bit off to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's just strange to see him get physical because he's such a more of a I talk <laughs> and other people do stuff. Yeah. This is where we harvest your organs. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah, the needle's a little oversized. Oh, wow. So now we know, like, he's hearing a real thing. Yeah. But the question is, how is he hearing it? Because, you know, usually intercoms, you have to press a button. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems a bit contrived, but it's like, I guess the intercom's kind of broken, and so it's just turned on for some reason. Intermittently, it just broadcasts. Yeah. So that makes me think, like, the smoke monster was in that room. So then we get Paulo. Like, yeah. not only is he here, but he's playing golf. Yeah, yeah, I hate him already. Yeah, and I think I think this also is bad because he's he's kind of an ass to Desmond, mm-hmm. and that doesn't make us like him. No, 
And this is food! Isn't this yeah, food? it's food. This is like what Harley and Libby did. Or just like... <laughs> I guess they don't need... They look like limes or something. But it's like, don't we need that food? Yeah, exactly. It's like, somebody collected those mangoes. Like, <laughs> but those really weren't mangoes, were they? They weren't mangoes? I don't know what mangoes well, look They like. look pretty small. Some kind of fruit. Island fruit. Limes. I just assume every fruit on the island is a mango. The mango, yeah. Oh, right. Right. I remember this scene, like, really freaked me out the first time I saw yeah, it. Yeah, this is out of nowhere. This red-eyed rabbit is creepy looking. And then he shakes it like the this? shaking. The shaking is so crazy. Yeah. And, like, when you when they show the rabbit, it looks like it's going to transform or something. Yeah, it looks like it's it's, it's metamorphosizing yeah. something. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking terrifying. Like, hippity hop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that ticker line sounds a bit weird to me mm -hmm. I mean, I guess maybe he's supposed to be old school or something. But... Yeah, it's kind of colloquial. Like, yeah. you're trying to get where he's from. Oh, shit. It's kind of like speed, but yeah. in a body. <laughs> speed was die hard on a bus, and this is speed in a body. Yeah. I don't know. He just had heart surgery, guys, really? Yeah. I mean, we should be asking that question. Yeah, but I, but I to totally admit, bought it. Yeah. yeah, I totally bought it at the time. Me too, because we just don't know the others yet, and I kind of believe that maybe they're capable of that. Yeah. 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 So you say. But you did, like, kill a lot of people, babe. <laughs> Hey, nobody's putting anything in her. Except me. <laughs> Don't talk to me. My heart's racing. Mm hmm It's my calm down bucket. <laughs>
Wow, his watch said he was at 120, sitting down. Wow. Unless the time was 120. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Can he tell her that he can't tell her or something? Does that count? Yeah, that's a good question. That seems like that would be a good loophole. Yeah, like, listen, I can't tell you. Yeah. He would just be in so much more pain if they yeah. if they had opened him. I mean, I don't know how a pacemaker really works. Maybe it's just kind of under the skin, but yeah. it seems like he'd be in a lot more pain if I they agree. had really put something in there. Yeah. Uh. Uh oh. Lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when I get uh, wrist jewelry. <laughs> Wrist accessories? <laughs> you want to see my anklet? <laughs> ice bucket challenge? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first ice bucket challenge. <laughs> nice. We wouldn't have thought of that back then. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a thing. No. <laughs> That's how you know it's 2014. All you future listeners listening in 2,320. (laughs) That's a lot. I hope our podcast lasts that long. Yeah. Oh, Cassidy. Ah, so she's the reason he's in jail. Mm-hmm. The I feel like I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I just assumed he was in jail for some random thing. Because it seemed like in that episode he got away with it. Yeah. But he went to jail for it. Oh, man. Not a baby. And the baby. You know, this brings up something that I was thinking about as far as Clementine. Uh... I feel like they don't they don't quite commit enough to Clementine. Like I, th- I feel like it's a little disappointing that she's not I mean, I guess because she's not really a part of the show ever, but that she's not there at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I would presume that even though Cassidy obviously doesn't like Sawyer and isn't going to take him back when he comes back home, like uh... Uh, I still think he would try to see her. I think there's the some that goes part back. of the story where doesn't doesn't he try to take care of her since well he sets her up with money or something right yeah 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 and he, that's, well, that's, in, that's in this episode oh okay and and he uh he tells Kate to like go you know get her the money I think but she doesn't really do that she just kind of checks in. Yeah. Um, oh, because she doesn't want the money or something. She just gives her like money from Oceanic, but 
It's not really uh, the yeah. same. They they actually don't bring up the the bank account again. But I feel like the Sawyer who leaves the island would want to go see Clementine. Yeah, no. You know, and and he would have been involved in her life somehow uh, after that period. And she's not that old when he leaves. You know, so it just it just seems weird that she's not even mentioned. You want me to save her life. <laughs> Classic. Oh, uh, yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah. He hasn't even seen them. And they always make it look like he heard something. Yeah, he heard something, but he couldn't tell. Yeah. Bastards. This is this is a con right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ben's not angry anymore for some reason. Mm-hmm. He's like, and scene. Oh, were those oh, did I leave those up there? Oh dear. Those were secret. You should know that. Liver clamp. You don't have the hands of a surgeon. <laughs> I think it helps that Jag doesn't know her. Yeah. Then he can just kind of. She, um, she just tried to kill Son and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. He can just kind of abstract it out. Like, this is a patient who's dying. I'm going to mm -hmm. do my best. Doesn't work, though. <laughs> You know, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but doesn't this say something about uh, Jacob and the island healing properties that she's going to die from this? Does it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, shouldn't they think, oh, well, of course, Ben, too. You know, that's kind of, well, Ben is thinking about that. But, yeah. you know, the idea of, like, we're following this guy, but she's going to die. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I would say, I mean, you know, people can die, right? I mean, we've seen, we've seen people die. Well, we've definitely seen people die, but I'm talking about in terms of the others and their whole belief system. Yeah. You know, just in terms of what they should think. I see. I see. They should expect that they can get shot and not die. Or, no, or maybe, they should, maybe they your should point say, is. 
He should go. To, she should go to the temple. Well, that, or I'm saying they should go. Wow, if she can die, then what are we doing here, following Jacob? You know, what, what's what's up here? Right. But I mean, that's what Ben thinks too. Of like, you you never healed me, and I'm dying from this yeah. thing. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then this is this is the plot line that I just never thought worked. Where Pickett's like, I'm gonna blame Sawyer for all this. Yeah. I'll buy like, that he's gotta take his frustration out on somebody and he hates he you know, he son's not he didn't even know who shot her. Right. You know, and he's like, Your people did it, I hate you the most, so I'm just gonna beat you up. Right. I mean, it's illogical, but it's but blind anger is illogical. So true, you know. I think yeah. this part, the 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 connecting it to Kate having to profess her love is is a bit of a leap. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because that gets their romance kind of going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. at least it brings it up. Yeah, yeah. Because it should have been like, do you love him? Because if you like, I'm only going to hurt him if you love him. If you don't love him, I'm not going to hurt him because there's no point. You yeah. know, he should want to, you know, take something away like he had something taken away. Right. But right. Did, but doesn't he stop when she says I love him? He stops like, when she says it, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's not quite It's not quite what it should be, I think. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... I just feel like there's there's a version of Pickett's story where he becomes obsessed with getting the person who killed his wife, you know, not like whatever random person who's associated with that person who happens to be nearby. Well, I mean, you know? this is what happened in in the moment right after she died. Like, I I would agree that like he might be like, okay, now I'm gonna go find the person who did this, you know. Yeah. No, but if it continues, you know, like his thing with Sawyer is ongoing yeah and he just it's you well, know because they're not he's not gonna get son right so right. they gotta have they gotta write that conflict and that anger towards somebody but yeah right. i mean it's not perfect for sure one more please <laughs> no just two Who gave him new water? It's <laughs> a good question. Who put him back in the cage? <laughs> they refilled his water. I don't know. Wait, wasn't he in the cage before? Oh, they took him out. They took him out and beat him. He was next to Kate's cage. Right. Yeah, went... I guess someone came out and put him back. I, I... I was born to climb. <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely a monkey in another life. <laughs> I love how easy that was. Yeah. She, like, never thought of that before. Yeah. And can't he climb out of his then? You would think so. Maybe he's a little too big, but... Yeah. Oh, the rain, yeah. It's gonna rain now. Yeah, the rain was really uh, sudden there. They do that sometimes.
It's a bomb. There it is. Everyone in for itself. Yep. Why would she love him again? Uh, because of what? Because he's Sawyer. Because he's Sawyer? Yeah, it's like just about it. Because he's so lovable. I don't think there's a big reason. And it's not raining anymore. No. Nope. What happened? It was, was a really fast rain. Just... That's so weird. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that'll maybe something will happen. I don't remember. She's good at that. She practiced. Oh yeah. I mean honestly it's better if they escape at night anyway. Boom! Back in your face. Damn. Take that, Sawyer. Nice. <sighs> Yeah, that's one of the things that's nice about this show. They they get those they get those little running catchphrases. Yeah. It's really uh those switches do nothing. Okay, Ben. And he's like handcuffed. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I guess Ben wants Jack to feel some sort of doctor guilt about someone he couldn't save, and then he'll get an opportunity to save someone, which will make him maybe more prone to do oh, that. Oh, that's I think logical. That's the idea. Yeah. I see. I was thinking it was like. I want you to think about what your people did, you know, like it was some kind of weird punishment thing. But I think what you say makes more sense. And plus, they want to have this scene. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was a test. Mm-hmm. See, that should be comforting. Because <laughs> that means yeah, I but need it's not, it. But, yeah, but it's kind of like, oh, then I haven't won you over yet. Right. Right. They're yours, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> They're the aliens. Yeah, if that isn't proof of God, I don't know what is. <laughs> he could probably figure it out. 
like, okay, who could it be? It's got to be a guy in his 40s. Okay, there's only like three or four people you've seen that's in their guy in their 40s. It's yep. probably the most important guy in their 40s. Yep, yep. No, I think he does figure it out. Yeah. I think there's a scene where he guesses what it is. Oh, this. Yep. Yeah, so I guess I guess what they're really introducing here is not just Desmond predicts the future, but Desmond is preventing Charlie from dying. Mm-hmm. But they're they're doing it obliquely here. We don't know here that it's about Charlie and not Claire. Yeah. A lot of variety in that fruit salad. It's a pretty nice fruit salad. Yeah. It's more than just mango. Yeah. I'm impressed. I feel like I'd be too lazy to do that. Yeah. Like, just, just give me my fruit. I would fruit. just have like one piece of fruit and be done with it. Exactly. Why is Aaron crying Maybe. so much? Well, the thunder, lightning, and rain. Oh, right. And the wind. <laughs> Good uh, point. Maybe that's why it rained in over here earlier. Oh, for continuity. For continuity, yeah. Yeah, I never thought about that. That's a good point. That tells us, like, that scene was earlier. Yeah. When Kate got out of the cage. Because, like, now it's uh, kind of nighty looking. The, the timeline's weird here, always. Yeah, they're skipping a bit, but... yeah. Twenty-three. Oh, it's a number, of course. I don't want to sponsor a bank right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that there's a special checkbox on the bank form. Make sure no one knows who opened this account. You just check that box. And they do it. Yeah. 
You know, it's weird. I mean, yeah, I get what he's saying about that line, but people make deals all the time to get out of prison. A prison yeah. deal is, is part of law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But yeah, they yeah. Huh? Uh-oh. Hey. <laughs> He's so good with the references. Yep. Yeah, high and low. Like, he knows classic literature and, like, random weird TV shows. Yeah. They wouldn't just take me out here to, like, make my heart go fast so I die, right? <laughs> this is so lost. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And that that tone that Ben has, that's Damon and Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did you think this was something else? Mm -hmm. Why did you believe? Look, the bunny's not even dead. And that's that's the other part too. First of all, any bunny could have eight on it. But yep. like, but yeah, the bunny's not even dead. Like, you know, there you go. He does say that. See, and that's yep. again a loss thing. A loss. How do we know what we think is true? Yeah, you don't. You don't. You just don't. Yeah. It's up to you. <laughs> exactly. We gave you an answer. Whether you yep. choose to leave that answer or not is up to you. Yep. That's not the first punch I've taken. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of the local punching bag. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What the F? Holy shit. Say what now? I remember being really disoriented by that at first. Yeah. But yeah, they do a good job of, like, giving you the right idea right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, comparing it to Alcatraz in San Francisco. Exactly. I wouldn't say love. Does he love it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a stretch. It would have been interesting if he says come to love come to know and loathe. Yeah. For Sawyer that would make more sense. Con con con. Uh I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it's a stretch. So why didn't he just threaten her then? Stay in line or I'll kill Kate. Why go to the pacemaker? 
I remember when he started doing this quote, I was like, okay, this just got weird. Yeah. He's calling the bison men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I realized, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like the sickness? <laughs> I feel like Sawyer's like, oh, I only saw the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that was also one of their books in the book club or something. Because he just couldn't remember. Like, he just had that whole quote ready. Yep. Yeah, and it's, I mean, uh, Sawyer references, like, the the most common thing people quote from the book. Yeah. Whereas Ben just pulled out, like, a quote I've never heard anyone say anywhere else. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. I still feel like Sawyer's read it, though. He's a reader. Yeah. Lost. Oh shit, that was the end. Did. Alright, I wasn't expecting Lost. I was like, okay, next scene. No, no it was Second Island. The, yeah, once you reveal the Second Island, it's it's time to end the show. There's yeah. There's no need to uh keep uh keep the show going. No, that was good enough. That was good enough. That was a reveal, definitely. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, that was that. huge. I mean that changes everything. I mean it I does. Mean, like the losties on the main island. There's no way they can find these guys. Yep. Even if they search the whole island because they're not on the island. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just we can give up a lot of hopes right now. Yeah. Even if Kate can, you know, get out of her cage. Yeah, exactly. She can get out where she's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She can't just like swim back. So no swimming for you. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of the thing is, part of the plan with Jack seems to be to manipulate, you know, they're they're bringing in, like, they're getting Sawyer and Kate together, and then they're going to, like, show Jack, and then he's supposed to get, like, jealous or something, and then they're going to bring in Kate, and, like, it's it's a whole thing that they're It's really, really convoluted. I, you know, it's, I mean, why not go, Jack, listen, we've got Sawyer and Kate in cages. If you don't do my surgery, I'm going to kill them. Yeah. Now, there, there's something about wanting Jack to decide to do it. Yeah, I think that's part of the the con is is it's not enough to threaten him into doing it. He's gotta want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if that's if that's just the contrivance because it's better writing that way, you know. Um, because you know it's it's hard it's a harder task to write a character to be convinced of something than to just say than just to threaten the character to do right. it. So I don't know if it's. A contrivance of the writing, or if it's supposed to be more specific to Ben's character and Jack's character, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Um, I mean, in general, I feel like, you know, I mean, it's a classic thing. We we're talking about the loophole plan. I mean, you know, Ben's plans. I mean, his whole thing. I mean, it's it's more than this, you know? Like, supposedly... His big plan includes such elements as uh, uh, sending Michael back, mm-hmm. uh, Ben himself getting captured, um, uh, then uh, Michael releasing him and leading the rest of them to the others. Yeah. <laughs> and that's See, before, and 
they even get and, to the cages. And I don't know how, like, I don't know wh- how Ben would go. Okay, I'm gonna, I want, I want Jack because I want him to do the surgery. Okay, the other people I want are are Sawyer and Kate because I'm because I'm gonna use any romance between them against Jack. Like, how would he know that there's anything between them? You know, or could yeah. be something between them. So it's weird to for him to have that much for forethought about it. Um, yeah. But maybe it's like, okay, well, I'll get them for leverage and I'll figure out how to use, you know, how to use them later. And then he, and then mm-hmm. he realizes what he can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be just improvised. Yeah. Based on what he's got. Like, I think this will work based on what I've seen. That sort of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. The the Desmond uh, predicting the future thing came and went really quickly. Like, they didn't even... Mm-hmm comment on it they just showed it Mm -hmm. and moved on yep uh which is really interesting yeah it was really just uh keep the thing alive in the mind of the audience and i guess if you want to speculate like at this point um you know maybe if you're really if you're a really crazy person who doesn't make logical deductions then you might say like oh maybe he had a vision of charlie's death (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you I, would foresee like where the plot's going well i think even that's too crazy at this point because we don't know who was saved we you know it was it, that lightning struck kind of in the middle uh i mean you can maybe be crazy and say well it would have hit uh claire's tent where where the baby and charlie was but where the lightning hit was you know was drawn to the lightning rod of course uh, so I don't even think you can really jump to who specifically was saved. Just that somebody was saved, right? Like, I don't know how it's clear Charlie would be saved at this point. Based then, just based on that scene. Yeah, just based on. That oh scene. hell no! It's not at all. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, you would have to make a huge crazy leap that doesn't involve any like. Yeah, logic. I just, I'm just saying. I think the craziest leap you can make at this point is he's predicting the future and he saves somebody. Yeah. Like you couldn't predict I mean anyone Charlie and Claire and Aaron, they're all equally saved. So right. picking Charlie would be way past crazy. And if I remember right, I think that's the reveal. Um mm-hmm. because I think I think you think it's Claire at first. Yeah. They make you think it's Claire. And then and then they surprise you with no, it was Charlie the whole time. Um but yeah, yeah. So maybe, uh, yeah. But I still think you wouldn't, you wouldn't see that plot like coming. I would never guess like the whole season's gonna be about like Desmond's story. This whole season is gonna be about how he keeps seeing Charlie's death and he keeps preventing it. Yeah. And at a certain point, uh, he, you know, he's like he can't do it forever and he's ready to mm-hmm. give up and like charlie finds out about it and he has to like accept that he's supposed to die man it would have been really interesting if this whole predicting the future thing had come into play later in the show mm-hmm. you know or or they said okay really what Holy. happened was the implosion uh it exposed him to electromagnetic radiation similar to when he goes to the flash sideways world and that's how he's getting those visions you know he's seeing an alternate reality or something you know yeah. and then have that come back into play later you know where desmond sees the future of something that's important you know but uh, yeah they just kind of drop it yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like after Charlie dies, it's just over. Yeah. And they don't really even mention it. No one later on is like, yeah, Desmond, can't you like see the future or something? <laughs> like what happened to your flashes? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I it's I feel like they don't they just don't really explain it. And and because his superpower later is he can like withstand electromagnetism, you know, which is a weird power anyway. I mean, I think it it, it should have tied together, you mm-hmm. know. Um and it seems like it does because it seems like it was the, you know, the hatch implosion that gave him this power. And I always assumed that it was the hatch implosion that gave him the other power. Although then you might say, but that doesn't make sense because he needed to have the power to live in the first place. Yeah. So then I don't know how he got the power. Uh, I I, I, want to say something like the implosion, you know, if we try to make it all fit in the totality of Desmond's storyline, I would see something like the implosion, um, sent his consciousness to the future where he saw various versions of Charlie dying. You know, mm-hmm. he saw those, the flashes before his eyes or whatever, like, mm-hmm. um, and so that's, that's what he got from that, you know? So it ties into the constant and all that with him time traveling with his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he went to the future instead. Right. Something like that, I think could be interesting. Uh, but I guess really what's happening is they're really, you know, I mean, it's not like we said; it's not obvious from this scene. But what's clear later, when it when when we know it's about Charlie dying, is they're really they're really um, you know foreshadowing his eventual death. Yeah, which is a kind of weird thing to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird to have a whole season arc that's just about that, you know, mm-hmm. about how. Um, and it, and it seems like he doesn't actually see how he eventually dies. He sees all these other ways he could have died. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, so here's the problem. I mean, you know, that, I mean, that's something we'll have to talk about as we, as we sort of get to the end of season three, but, you know, we see a lot of these flashes, like they start showing them and, uh, you know, so, so we get an idea of like what he's seeing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's one where Charlie gets like an arrow in the throat or something. The arrow, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the end, he says that, you know, he sees Charlie like go in a room and like push a button and then he drowns. Oh, he does say that. And so he does kind of call what happens. That's right. Um, but it's like, I mean, he doesn't mention like some of the other stuff that was going on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like um, like uh, Mikhail showing up with a grenade, and <laughs> you know, I still think Mikhail's alive. By the way, <laughs> I'm still not gonna let that go. He was in the flash sideways. <laughs> Everybody was in the flash sideways. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. He could still be alive. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's a hilarious theory that I appreciate your your determined. Uh... I'll never. He was. A, hey, he was on the outrigger. That's all I'll say. He was on the outrigger. No. <laughs> of course. I should have oh, known. Man. It's the ultimate uh, MacGuffin that outrigger. It is. It is. It's a catch-all. Everyone. Everyone who never gets a resolution was on that outrigger. On the outrigger. That's what happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but the other thing is, of course, he speaks that, and like it seems like that sort of fulfills what he says, but there's also the infamous, and I see Claire and her baby getting on the helicopter. Oh, God, that never happened. That never, ever, ever happens. <laughs> Yeah, that and yeah, that's weird. That's that's a weird one. Yeah. Something something went wrong there. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. I I I I I, I can't wait till we get back to that that part of the story cuz I'm I'm curious if it's if he's lying. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just a lie to get him to do something. Yeah, like a lot of people have brought that up and I feel like that's I feel like, honestly, that's a pretty logical, uh, probably one of the better explanations that yeah. that fits, that explains what we see on screen, and it doesn't rely on, well, it's just shitty writing that they forgot <laughs> to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, that's, that's an explanation I tend to go to. But uh, the thing is that I just think if that's true, I feel like they don't, they don't play it like it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's never a moment where Desmond like accepts responsibility for sort of lying to Charlie to get him to die. Like his moment where he sees Charlie die, I mean, it's played sort of sentimentally, and I feel like there's no guilt on Desmond's part, and he's he's portrayed heroically, and so it just seems weird if he lies to make Charlie like die, if they don't acknowledge that on screen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I wish. If he really is supposed to be lying, I wish Desmond sort of took responsibility for that at yeah. some point and really deleted was scene. like, yeah, yeah, I, I want my deleted scene <laughs> <laughs> where he where he kind of feels guilty about, you know, uh, bringing Charlie to his death. And, you know, that's something they could have addressed even as late as a flash sideways. Well, but, but how guilty can he feel when he saved Charlie from dying so many times before and Charlie dies kind of in the most heroic way possible, you know, with the most positive, yeah. not just an arrow in the throat, you know, and I think there is something uh, that they get to about, you know, Desmond can't stop him from dying forever or something. So one of these deaths is going to have to happen. Yeah. So, but I, I agree with what you're saying, like. It would have been nice to have that confirmation, just to clarify the point of the helicopter vision. Yeah, I mean, just because it's it's kind of true that since he only tells that to Charlie, it it doesn't really matter that much after he's dead. Yeah. But just to like use, you know, something that really doesn't come true. I mean, she's stuck on the island for years and years and yeah. years afterwards. And, you know, Man in Black swoops in and claims her and makes her go crazy. And she's like, got a squirrel baby. And it's like all the <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, Hillbilly Claire. Yeah. Yeah, like all Claire. the crazy shit that happens to Claire. It just feels like that's really... The fact that he's like, oh, she's going to be totally fine. You know, her and her baby, they're going to be together on that helicopter rescued. I I also wonder if maybe they thought, you know, they're like, okay, well, Claire and and Aaron will get off the island by the end of the story. Maybe they thought it would be via helicopter. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. I mean, my personal uh, opinion is that they they did intend at one time for her and Aaron to get off the island on a helicopter. Yeah. And their plans changed and they just didn't think it was important enough to write in some kind of explanation. 
mm-hmm. for what Desmond said. And they just Yeah, figured, because nobody else knew he said that. Right. It was between him and Charlie, and Charlie was dead. So No one's going to bring it up. Yeah. You know. But, like, you know, I mean, if they wanted to, in the afterlife or something, like, Claire could have been like, yeah, I was stuck on the island for three years after you died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Charlie could be like, Desmond. <laughs> Hold up. And, and Claire could be like, I never got on a helicopter. And Aaron got yeah, on yeah, a helicopter. Yeah, Charlie could have been like, So, how was a helicopter ride off the island? And she's like, What are you talking about? I never was on a helicopter. I guess that's part of that scene that we want that we've talked it about is. so many times, you know? Yeah. Where they, they could have learned, like, Oh, that's what happened. And Desmond's mm-hmm. like, Sorry, brother. You know, I. Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, that's what's weird about being dead, you know, being in an afterlife. <laughs> what a phrase. Um, is, um, <laughs> it is, it, weird. is it, nothing really kind of matters. Like how, how important is your former life when you're in a uh, flash sideways world and you're about to embark in the next level of consciousness? Like how, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like, ah, who cares what you did or said back then? That was literally eons, you know, like that yeah. was that it's so far removed from, from, from that time that it's almost not worth talking about other than it'd be interesting for us to see, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I agree. Like, it's a it's a hard scene to, like, fit into a dramatic context, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so I kind of understand why they don't have very many scenes like that. But it is, as an audience member, it's frustrating because they kind of leave these things dangling out there. And, yeah. and, you know, this is not, this is not answers, you know? This is not, like, t- me talking about, like, you never told me what the, where the, you know, pallet drop came from or something, you know? Yeah. This is a character thing. Yeah. You know, and I just, I feel like, I wish they had managed those things better, you know, considering the characters were supposed to be the focus. I mean, I do feel like the Flash Sideways, once they're awake, there isn't, and this this goes back to what you were saying in the last podcast about coming home from the journey with the elixir and sharing it, you know, with the people. Like, that's the thing that, that's what I I wanted more of that at the end, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And and you know the scene in D Space Nine, like they don't talk about everything, yeah. <laughs> on screen, but we yeah. at least get the idea. You we know, we get we see a point which they could have discussed whatever they want to talk yes. about because they're all there after the fact. They're exactly. all in a, they're not in a, in a mission. They're they're literally just hanging out reminiscing about the fact that they all made it and and yeah then it then it's your imagination can fill in the details about what they could have talked about and what they could have resolved and what information they could have shared and yeah we don't actually have to see it you know but i almost it's again it's the church scene you know it that idea is there that they Mm -hmm. could have spent five more minutes in that church 30 minutes an hour you know Mm -hmm. what was the rush to get to the light you know i don't know what the rush was there shouldn't have been a rush there shouldn't have been a rush time isn't ticking away there is no now here yeah there is no now here oh geez oh i gotta get that on a bumper sticker Uh, (laughs) there is no now here yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of it, it's kind of sad that they couldn't just have hung out. Uh, that they just get some some flash sideways drinks, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost wanted um, you know, the wedding or whatever, whatever um, 
Mrs. Hawking, that party Mrs. Hawking is setting up. I forgot what that was. Mm-hmm. In yeah, the yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was like a benefit. For, okay. For a museum or something. Something something completely not related to the story. Not really. I mean they bring in they bring in Pierre Chang and yeah. he works at the museum and like Charlie plays. Or not like uh, I, yeah. you know, uh, and, and, and Dan uh, Faraday plays. Yeah, yeah. And I kinda wish they had all the losses had wound up at that party or something, you know. I kinda wish like that was like mm-hmm. that was their intersection of they waking up. They almost did that. Yeah, they almost did that's what I'm saying. They almost did it. You know, between that scene and the church scene, they almost have the scene we mm-hmm. want where it's not about the current drama, there's no mission. It's just, okay guys, we're over all of the major plot points. Now all we need to do is sit back and relax with a couple mm-hmm. drinks and talk about how Desmond said Claire was going to get on that yep. helicopter. You know? Yep. And I think they could have given us, like, it could have been brief, just show that it's happening, give us, like, a line or two where we eavesdrop, mm-hmm. and we just hear, like, little things some character says, like, they, you know, they mention something, and we're like, oh, that's awesome, they're talking about that, you know? Yeah. And we don't even need to hear the whole conversation, you know? Yeah. And even stuff like Jack being happy that Juliet is there in the flash sideways because, mm-hmm. you know, how she died. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even those kind of things of, like, wow, your sacrifice was great, or mm-hmm. even letting her know that they didn't all die from that. Right. You know, because for all she knows, they die when she's off the bomb. Yeah. You know, and they didn't go back to the back to the present. Yeah. Actually, no, no, no. She knows that didn't happen because she lived through the explosion she time traveled with them and she has a death scene with sawyer uh where he goes back oh that's right that's right that's right so she knew that sawyer survived at least that's right i forgot she's in the rubble and they she gets like multiple death scenes that's (laughs) right remember that time yeah like they kept uh ringing our hearts out with like elizabeth mitchell dying over and over yeah yeah yeah, it was weird. It was weird because like I had just watched the end of season five, and her mm-hmm. death scene is like extremely dramatic. And then they open season six with another death scene. Yeah, sure. it's like previously on Lost, yeah. Juliet died, and here she is again. Okay, this week on Lost. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they wanted to ring one more thing out of her, which was the it worked. It worked. And it was the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh the vending machine oh my god yeah no i agree i agree that should have been acknowledged somehow um not to mention the like the like i don't know fake fake afterlife baby that they had together oh yeah <laughs> i mean that's kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> purgatory baby that's what i called him mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's like I, I feel like they I, I think Jack needed to say Something about that too I, I mean I always felt like he just kind of Forgets about it <laughs> And they just don't comment On it anymore His son? Yeah Yeah his fake son that came out of nowhere Exactly yeah his fake son Like just disappears And <laughs> they just don't comment on it anymore At a certain point <laughs> Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I felt like that transition was kind of awkward. Because that's just a big difference, I think. You know, most of the characters, uh, 
um, you know, they have these lives where they, they interact with some of the other losties and stuff, and they have something like relating to their life from before. But in 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 Jack and Juliet's case, like they 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 got married, they had a baby like that never existed. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's just kind of on another level <laughs> that there's this there's this kid there that like who is he like what's <laughs> yeah well it calls in the question what what is real in that flash sideways world you know mm-hmm. um because not all of the losties move on from that world but it's true then that means that there's other these invented people who may or may not have ever existed you know? yeah 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 yeah, exactly. And that's just that's that's strange. Yeah. Yeah, that's really crazy. But yeah, I still I still feel like um Clementine should have been acknowledged in there somewhere. Mhm. You know, even if she's not in the church. I mean, there should just be something about her in the flash sideways. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like it seems like Sawyer just forgot about that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he did. She gets her own flash sideways with uh, Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of the same thing with Aaron. Um, he's, he's like, there, but he's the newborn. When, you know, surely they knew him when he was older. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the people who he's most connected to there, like Claire and Kate. Yeah, it's almost like he's the construct too. You know, yeah. he's not actually. That's not really Aaron. That's just this idea of Aaron that she still has of him being a baby. Yeah, and it's also sort of like they go back to the state they were in when yeah. they crashed on the island. Yeah, you know, and like that's since that's where they first came together. Like that's where they go back to. Mm-hmm. you know to wake up like it's i like i kind of get the i don't know i get the symmetry or the sort of poetic quality of that but in terms of like emotional impact i don't know it just it doesn't quite add up for me yeah well that's the weird quality of this play- taking place after they they've all died is it, it's really random how you wanted to pick them because you could pick any point in their lives to show them in the flash sideways at the end. Mm-hmm. Why not when they're all at their latest age? You know, right. some, some of them live to be, I'm sure, their natural Pretty lifespans. Old. You know, so yeah. It, but it would be weird to do that. So, so right. it's kind of natural to say, okay, well, let's go back. Let's yeah, have that symmetry, of course, back to the pilot, right? Back to Jack's eye at the end, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. With the baby. Which is, I mean, that's what pretty much every show does at the end. Like, they always kind of look back to the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. And, I mean, they were doing that all season with the Flash Sideways. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, even, uh, yeah, even, like, especially so right at the end. So, yeah, you're right. They have to choose something. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I shouldn't think about it that much. Um, and just kind of accept like, this is how they depicted it. But it's like, if they made it, I mean, if it's really supposed to represent what it feels like it's supposed to represent, I just, I feel like it should be a bit different, Mm -hmm. you know? 
but 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 I get what you're saying, and yeah. you know, it's it, definitely an idealized version of you know everyone's happy. There's no conflict yeah. in the right. church, like right, um, you know, because they're past all that now, which they should be. They're 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 dead. Yeah, as they were all along, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I like the idea of just watching the show going, yep, see this scene where they're alive? Yep, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, they was dead. That's how you know they're dead. Exactly. The only alive people are the ones in the coffin. <laughs> oh, God. This should be the tagline for Lost. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, pretty good episode. Pretty average i would say nothing really bad um Mm -hmm. you know some interesting memorable moments with ben and his whole plan to uh get the surgery which is still a bad plan that can't be changed like it's yeah it's such a it's such an anticlimactic like ending to all of that drama Mm -hmm. is it's all you know he did it all for the surgery yeah um but Still some good moments here. The rabbit, Sawyer. Um, the flashback was really not that interesting. Um, yeah. I guess it's really just perfunctory to show that he's, you know, he's got the daughter and mm-hmm. he's going to set something up for her and then they can kind of forget that, you know. Yeah. Until later when, when Kate kind of comes back into that storyline with, with Cassidy. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh... Uh, I think that's the only thing of interest. It it really is kind of a dull flashback. I feel like, I feel like in a way, uh, in a way, Locks was better. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's a little more dynamic. Well, yeah, and I think it told it told us a little bit more about Locke than we knew. Uh, and I think, but for Sawyer, yeah. I don't think it told us anything we didn't already know. That's true. That's true. It's kind of rehashing. And I think this shows the symptom of season three flashbacks where they're, they're kind of running out of shit to do, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, uh, then Sawyer was in prison one time and he did another con. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I agree. I think, I think the, the flashback is pretty flat, um, except for the Clementine reveal, um, which at the time did not impress me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, yeah, I mean, just babies on shows is just not my favorite thing. So what? You got a baby? That yeah, me much. Hey, hey, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, Shania. Thank you. Oh, Shania, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, I think yeah, the on island story is is okay. I mean, there's I think there's decent conflict there. I think I do like the rabbit scene. It doesn't make like. It's it's weird and it doesn't work as much when you know what's going on, but I still mm-hmm. think it was effectively strange to watch. Like even yeah. when you do know, yeah. you know, like it's 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 an interesting kind of scene that they don't do very often on Lost. Yeah, and I I, I think I appreciate that. Um, and I definitely like the other island reveal. Um, but it is a bit like it does feel like not that much moved in terms of the story. Yeah. Um, and so that's a little frustrating, but I would definitely say that even though it's not, there isn't as much going on, uh, it's, it's more solid, um, 
than further instructions was. Yeah. You know, like further instructions was just actively bad. And I think this was just kind of okay. Yeah, yeah, like I was saying, it's just kind of average. Like, there's nothing really bad. There's nothing super great. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty decent for season season three. Uh, the only this first part of season three. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely not the worst episode of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just kind of a bridge. Um, and yeah, so I would say, I would say, I, I mean. Yeah, for this group of episodes, it's not the worst. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think Further Instructions is going to win that title. I think so. I don't I think, think there's any way. I think Kate's I Do might give it a run for the money, but we'll we'll see when we get there. But I think Kate's I Do has the advantage that it's the, you know, the sort of, not mid-season, yeah. but it's, it's a kind of finale it's episode. It's a little bit of a, yeah, so they have to write it a little bit better. Yeah, the drama kind of kicks it up a notch. Yeah. Um, even though, like, the flashback's not great. Uh, yeah, I think it's just, it, like, what's happening is more exciting to watch than than this uh this polar bear thing oh yeah the crazy polar bear God. yeah yeah i feel like i just i buy the i buy the fake uh the fake heart monitor more than i do the polar bear <laughs> yeah yeah that was better yeah it just it it works better and and i think another thing that's that's cool about it for us with our new perspective is that it's so lost it's so, and that whole is so. It's it's literally a meta explanation of the show. If you just take mm-hmm. just that storyline, Sawyer being presented with something, he has an opinion about it. Yeah, he has behavior based on that opinion, and then somebody explains to him what was really going on, mm-hmm. and he still can't even trust that. It's yep. kind of like, well, you still have to decide what you think about what I said. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still not going to give you really any there's no objective answers to be found right it could just be another rabbit yeah 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 absolutely absolutely it could be a trick but yeah you don't think it is but you you just don't know yeah and so it's like you can accept this if you want it's up to you Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i just yeah and i love ben's tone when he's like <laughs> We didn't put a pacemaker in your heart. Like, why would we do that? <laughs> why would we go through that much trouble? Like, come on. It just, it really feels like he's talking to me. Like, I feel like, wow, I feel silly for thinking that you did. Yeah. Why? You just know? because you had, just because you had a wound on your heart and a, and a, and a heart rate monitor, you thought I put mm-hmm. a pacemaker in you? Come on. How silly is that? Yeah, exactly. It's like the magic of TV. I bought it. I mean, come on. Don't blame yeah. me. Yeah. No, it's your fault. You know, it's like, God, so judgmental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me a break. You know, but I didn't catch the hint. I mean, certainly at this stage in the show, I did not understand the implications of that. Yeah. It was just like, oh, well, it was a trick this time, but next time it's going to be real. Next time it's real. <laughs> yeah. And I think we don't understand how just about everything Ben does is a manipulation. Like there is no yeah. word uh, answer with Ben. He's he's got a trick up his sleeve with like anything he's doing. Even like 
telling Jack, uh, I don't want Jack in here helping mm-hmm. Holly. No, he does. He does. He really, yeah. really does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I think we haven't fully, you know, understood the absurdity of, oh, I'm done lying. And, you know, I was just going to say, and even even though the first thing Danielle said is he will lie and lie mm-hmm. and lie forever, you know, like, uh, even when the world has ended, there will be Ben lying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, that's the first thing we learned about him. We still don't believe it. We still want to believe something we get out of him is, is, is objectively true. Mm-hmm. And it just turns out it's the only thing true about him is his name. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I always thought that because Ben is so good at making it seem like he knows stuff. And yeah. making it seem like he's got these, like, secrets. And, you know, he's just going to, like, manipulate you with, like, lies. But then, like, someday you'll learn the truth. The cabin is another great example. That's probably the yes. next big meta example of the, that whole idea of like, no, he's just pretending. He he's going to trick you, but with his acting skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like you realize, like you 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 get your hands around Ben, and you then you like grab him, and then like th- there's nothing there. Yeah. You're like, oh, what? Why? There's not. He doesn't know anything. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, the, yeah, the the greatest con the devil ever, uh, you know, the greatest trick the devil ever uh, pulled was convincing you that Ben knew something. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. And I totally bought it up until really late, and I was so shocked in season five when they're like, "You've never talked to Jacob, have you?" <laughs> what? Yep. Mr. Benjamin, I love Jacob Linus, like, mm-hmm. never even spoke to him? What? Yeah. And he's talking about, Jacob told me, gotta follow Jacob's orders. Are you questioning Jacob? Like, yeah. never just spoke to him. What? Like, that was just, yeah, it just brought him down, way down, in terms of, like, how much he is gonna be tied into Ultimate Answers. Yeah. You know? He didn't know anything that was going on. And I think that's actually kind of an interesting point is he's not actually invested in the answers. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as he is disconnected from the ultimate answers, he's not actually seeking them out. Which yeah. I think is which helps us to believe he has those answers. You know, he's not like right. Locke. He's not like, I True. need to understand Jacob. I need to find Jacob. I need to whatever. Even, the, even though he's got Richard there to kind of prove like mm-hmm. – Here's somebody who has met Jacob and who is a living example of uh, supernatural power at work. Uh, like he's still, he's not, he's not actually because he's egocentric. So it's not really about what the island can do for him. You know, uh, he's, you know, now that he, you know, once he has his place as the leader, um, that's all he cares about keeping. Mm-hmm. And he's not actually seeking the answers out, which, like I said, makes us think he has the answers. Right. You know, he's right. not asking what is the island, even though he doesn't know. <laughs> right, right. He likes to pretend like he knows. Yeah, oh, he'll pretend like if, if it. Yeah, if it gives him the upper hand, for sure. Yeah, it's a magic box. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh man, not the box. <laughs> oh jeez. 
I just, I just think of something and the box gives it to me. Mm-hmm. And how do you think uh, the real Sawyer got to the island? You know? <laughs> uh, what my else submarine. Could it be? Yeah. You know, it's like, why exactly. did you think it was anything but something practical? Yeah. 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 He tells you that outlandish thing and you're like, okay, well this time, this time it's true. And I was looking, I was waiting for that island box for so long. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till they get to the temple and find that island box. They're going to find know. that box. That box is somewhere. Yeah. That's what the box is where Smokey comes from, you know, yep. whatever. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, he's just, he's very, uh, He's definitely very self-centered, and also, you know, he's got these hang-ups, he's got those issues with his dad, and I feel like, you know, he wanted Jacob to acknowledge him, and Jacob is like a father figure for him. Yeah. You know, and the fact that he doesn't approve. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they they kind of have that symmetry uh, with Locke, you know? Yeah. Like his his relationship with his father is kind of similar, um, and uh, he's kind of scarred by that for the rest of his life, and it it makes him want certain things that leads to you know who he becomes later. Yeah, it's something like Locke wants to actively be special. Ben Ben doesn't actively want to be special, but he doesn't want anyone to be more special than him. He is. Yeah. So, so Locke threatens that when right. it seems like there the island slash Jacob is favoring Locke. He feels threatened by that. But w- without Locke coming into the picture, Ben would have just been happy continuing on being the leader, yeah. having the book club, controlling people, um, you know, being this fake king of the island. Yeah. Uh, and and that you know and yeah he does want uh, Jacob to acknowledge him, but he but it's not an active thing. You know, I, I think he would have been fine going on with this whole, you know, the, how he's how they, they were operating before the losses got to the island. Right. And I yeah, I think ultimately what he wants is is power. Um, yeah. That's kind of what they say, you know. But, yeah, if you look at the way Man in Black uh, gets him to kill Jacob, he definitely wanted Jacob to acknowledge him. But, like, the real... Uh, dramatic weight the real thing that seems to be motivating him is that it was Locke and not him yeah exactly you know why him why why not me what about me what about me <laughs> you know what it's about you yeah it's yeah exactly like if Locke wasn't there if if it wasn't like Locke's the chosen one and and he, still he didn't acknowledge Ben. I mean, he didn't acknowledge Ben. Ben was the leader for the, the others for a long time. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and I and I think that what about me is I really feel like he was killing uh, Ben was killing his dad in that moment. Yeah, you know, I felt like that was old Ben saying, "Dad, what about me? You're not yeah. paying attention to me." Yeah, you know, and Dad is like, "What about you, son? I hate my life. I'm on mm-hmm. this island being a janitor. Like, I hate you know. What about you?" And I, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that's. You know, that's where that's coming from. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is interesting. It is interesting. He's, he's paralleled with Locke, but he's not the same. Yeah. He's got his own particular version of issues. He's, 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 the difference, main difference is he's comfortable accepting his place once he had you know once his place yeah. is uh, place of power he wants a place uh, 
he wants a place, and once he has that place, he's comfortable. Locke is never comfortable. Yeah. In the, in in whatever situations, no matter he's what, always it is. searching for more. Yeah. 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 You're right. That's that's the big difference. He's like, it's never enough. Yeah. You know, it's always like, is this it? This can't be because my destiny. Even if Locke, even if Locke was immaculately concepted, it would have been like, okay, but but for why? What's next? What does that mean for me? You know, right. it wouldn't have been enough for him just to mm-hmm. be that special. It would have been okay. Well, what does that mean? What do I do now that I'm that right? Special? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Very interesting. Very interesting. It's like this show is all about the characters. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's so They're weird. So much time and energy into these complex characters. It's almost like that's what they want us to get out of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, but it's almost it's that. Totally not. It's all about the answers and the mysteries. It really is. It really is. Like ninety percent of the show is about like the whispers. Yep. Yep. It's all about what are the whispers? <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's get to the whispers and the Dharma Initiative. All the secrets of the Darwin. Yeah, I want to know what kind of ink they use to put their logo on everything. Oh, That's God. The question I want to know. I can't wait until we find that out. We will. Season six, man. <laughs> Season six. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, no, you're That's right. funny, yeah. Since, they, since the Hydra is kind of like an octopus thing, you know, like, you know, that's where you get ink. That'd been really weird to have, like, the ink factory or something. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. What were you gonna say? What are we watching now? No, I I feel like when we were watching the show, we were so uh, wrapped up. I mean, I know I was like wrapped up in the story and like the mysteries and where it was going. I didn't actually realize how those moments were were tied in with the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like I never connected that with Ben and his father, the scene with Jacob before. Yeah. You know, but like now that I think about it, it's really clear. Yeah, totally. You know, um, and and the same thing with Locke that like Man in Black kind of serves that role for Locke, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like Jacob's Ben's father figure and Man in Black is Locke's and it's like. You know, they they they're both unsatisfying to them in various ways. They're, yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of long lost brothers. You know, they they have a lot in common. Uh, and, yeah, and like a different circumstance, they they could have been friends. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Uh, especially you know, uh, you know, when you see Ben is like uh, in the Flash Sideways. You know, it would have been mm-hmm. interesting. You know. You could, you know, Locke being kind of a mild-mannered guy working at the box factory. You can see Ben playing the same fake war games with him yep. on their lunch breaks. You know, I could totally see those two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of put them together when uh, Locke becomes a substitute teacher, and that's where yeah, Dr. Yeah. Linus is teaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. you can totally see that they, w- without the inherent conflict of them, you know, of the who's the leader of the right. island. Like, yeah, they would have... Uh, they could have been friends. Absolutely. Yeah. They could have lamented their horrible fathers together. Yes! Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a tragedy. <laughs> it's one big tragedy. All right. Uh, anything else on uh, Every Man for Himself or the uh, show in general? Uh, eventually, yes. <laughs> but uh... Wait, this is the last podcast? <laughs> 
<laughs> We're just gonna close it out there. Yeah, Thank guys. You. Thanks. <laughs> Finish the rest on your home. <laughs> That'd be a hilarious place you to got stop. It. You got it from here. <laughs> There's another island. The end. Yeah, yada yada yada. Three more seasons. <laughs> <sighs> no, I think that's good. I think that's good for now. Okay, cool. I like the episode, but it wasn't spectacular. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. Uh okay, well thanks and we'll be back next time with the cost of living and yes. uh infamous episode. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.